special opportunity we have to be blessed this evening again. This is your favorite program, Kingdom Life, coming to you from your inspirational station, Echo 89.7 FM. This program comes up from 8.05 to 8.35 every Sunday evening. I'm Jumi Adetoye Shonlagmuju, the minister of this program. I'm not alone in the studio tonight. I have with me my co-presenters. They are Sister Unida Mola and Sister Uluwa Fumilayo. Sister Unida Mola is a young adult. She's a teenager. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. Unida Mola started the program with us when she was six years old. And we give our Heavenly Father the glory, the praise that she has consistently been in support of this program, always coming around for the program, and even inviting fellow children up to the last few months when she clocked 13. So, Linda Mula, thank you very much for being with us on this program. You're welcome, Pastor. Thank you very much. And my dear listener out there, the parents out there, I want to plead with you. Draw the attention of your children, no matter how young, how little they are. The Word of God is spirit, and as they listen to it, it will be bringing about the natural changes, the great impact, and blessings into their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. So, thank you very much for drawing the attention of your children. With me as well is Sister Lua Familayo. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listeners. Thank you very much. My dear listener, out there, I know that Lord has destined you for greatness, has destined you for greater achievement, attainment. In the previous episode, we look at a message that ushers us into the new year and the need for you to consistently operate on that platform, operate with that sense of gratitude. Praising our Heavenly Father, jubilating, celebrating Him, worshipping Him for who He is. And as you keep on praising God, you'll be moving Him to take over your situation. We look at a very interesting story recorded in the book of Second Chronicle, chapter 20, about how the children of Israel were encompassed, were surrounded by mighty nations, not just one, not two, not three, four nations surrounded them, and they cut off every supply from them. And by the time you cut off food, you cut off water from the person you are attacking, what is left, even without throwing a single arrow, a single shot, you are gradually killing the person. And in that helpless situation, they came together and they employed that weapon of praise and praising our Heavenly Father. Praise is a very, very vital weapon for victory. But not many people know this unless until it is revealed to them. So in that perplexing situation, the right advice, the right counsel came, and Jehoshaphat got all the people together. They sang, and as they kept on praising God, they had the victory. And for three good days, after praising God for three good days, they were collecting all the goodies, all the loot out there, the jewelries, the gold, everything. Not only did they have victory, they became very rich, a rich nation. All those enemies, after attacking so many other countries around, after retrieving so many things from them, they came with the mind of running off the children of Judah. But what happened, what they have been able to get elsewhere, became what God used to enrich the children of Judah, in addition to the victory they have. My dear listener, what the Lord is telling you and I tonight is this, apart from the victory you are believing him for, 
apart from the deliverance you are believing him for, when you keep on praising God, not only will you get the deliverance and the victory, it's going to bring additional blessings and empowerment for you to continue to succeed. It will bring it into your life in Jesus' name. If having gone through all those things, the question is, how well have you started applying this in the last few days? Applying employing and applying that weapon of victory, which is praises. There was something that was said there in verse 15 of Second Chronicles chapter 20 that was said there by the man of God telling Jehoshaphat and the people, making them realize that, look, this battle is not yours, it's the Lord. Let's look at this together in verse 15. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. That's amazing. He says, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. The battle is not yours, but that of our Heavenly Father, that of God. When you praise God, what you do is you bring God into your situation. You move His hand into doing things beyond your expectation. There was a kind of thing my wife used to describe this when we are sharing this message at home. She likened it to when you are praising people for those who are familiar with party and how people are praised. In every culture, there are places for praises, praising people, reading a kind of reciting their cognomen, oriki, and telling them this. Even the person that ordinarily may not like the music that is being played, when they start mentioning the oriki, the cognomen, for the family, you see the person that initially was funny, we start being moved, we start cheering up. And before you know it, they may even dip their hand to their pocket and give the person singing, the person that is praising them. And that is exactly what happened when you keep praising God. What what you are doing is you are moving him to take over your situation. If human being can be moved from the level of nonchalant attitude to the level of taking charge of the whole situation and even ready to spend money for the person that is pressing them, how much more are Heavenly Father? And we are told in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, and let's look at it there, where we are told that that is the reason, verse 21, that is the reason why God created us, for us to keep pressing him and be glorifying his name. That is the essence of your creation. That is the essence of my creation. It says, These people I have formed for myself, that they shall declare my praise, that they shall praise my holy name, glorify me. That is the reason why you are on earth. That is the reason why you are alive today. For you and I to praise him and be glorify him. In that verse 15 we look at in the book of Second Chronicles chapter 20, we are told there that, look, you don't need to worry. The battle is not yours. It's that of my only father. So my dear listener out there, when you employ this power of praise, what you are doing is you are reemphasizing the fact that, look, this challenging situation you are facing, that I'm facing, is not mine. It's the Lord. And the Lord will step in to do beyond your expectations in Jesus' name. What happened to the children of Israel there? After three days of recovering all those things, the fourth day, they declared that place and call it Valley of Blessing. That's Valley of Beraka, as recorded in the book of Second. Chronicle chapter 20, verse 26 said, this is, this place from today, henceforth became the, you want to read it first, you can go ahead please. And on the first day they assembled in the valley of Beraka, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of that place was called the valley of Berakan 
until this day. Thank you. That place is called the Valley of Beraka, which means Valley of Blessings until these days. My dear listener out there, whatever situation you are going through, you are going to name that situation a situation of blessing because your adversity will be turned to advantage in Jesus' name. Amen. Every challenging situation, you will use it as stepping stone to a higher level in Jesus' name. Amen. So my dear listener out there, the Lord is not just telling you to set you up. He's reminding you that that is the reason why he has created you. He's reminding me that's the reason why he has created me. We also pointed out there on the need for us not to magnify our issues, our situation, our problem. Instead, we should magnify the name of the Lord. The psalmist pointed out in the book of Agenda Psalm 43, am I right? And we have our Unida Mola to read for us so that you and I will be able to connect to it and see what the Lord is saying. Read verse 3 first before you now go to verse 1 and 2. Just go ahead. Um, Psalm chapter 34. Oh, sorry. Thank you for that. Psalm 34. Go ahead. Okay. Verse 3. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. Thank you. He said, let us magnify God. Let's magnify his name. Let me read from the New King James Version. He says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. That version only that Malares says, oh, yeah, read that version again. What version is that? New Living Translation. Okay, let's go. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Thank you. I want to bring out that phrase, magnify the Lord, from that translation, so that you'll be able to understand what the psalmist is saying. Say, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Not for you to be emphasizing how great your problem is. Rather, you should magnify God. Make God to be bigger than your situation. Magnify Him and re-emphasize His greatness rather than the greatness of your situation, what you are going through. I don't like calling it problems. I'm just using it to describe that problem you say you are having. The Lord is saying, magnify me. Magnify my name. And that is what the psalmist did. That is the secret of David. When he came across Goliath, as recorded in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, and the people were describing Goliath based on his stature, based on how huge he is. David never did that. He didn't describe the greatness or how huge Goliath was. Rather, what David described was where Goliath was coming from, uncircumcised Philistine. How come you are coming against the children of God, the elect of God? The next thing he went to is he started narrating the goodness of God and what the Lord had done for him in the past and how God has delivered him in every situation. And if God has done it for me in that little way, then in this situation it's going to be different. The Lord is going to do something greater than what he has been doing for me before. That was what David did and what happened testimonies abound. My dear listener out there, as you employ this as your practice throughout the year, Praising God in every situation. Not that some at times when situations will come, things will arise and you won't even know where to start from. Have you experienced it before? As one challenge is coming in, another one is rolling in. Even when you want to pray, you just sit down there and you almost start quoting God. But we are not expected to quote God. Otherwise, we'll just be fumbling, making more mistakes. Instead, in that situation, you are shut of words, you don't know what to say, just keep on praising. And that was what the psalmist did. Let's read it together in the book of First Samuel, chapter 17, verse 26. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? that he should defy the armies of the living God. 
And the people answer him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Okay, continue. Now, Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger was aroused against David. And he said, Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. Thank you, my dear listeners. We decided to read the next verse so as for you to know how discouragement can come from people around you. When you choose to praise God, when you choose to glorify Him and be praising Him in your situation, people may come in with discouraging words. People may come to your situation and try to play it down and make you feel as if at this solution they are due approach to it. David refused to be discouraged. And let's look at what David did from verse 34. David started narrating the testimonies of the victory he had, just like the people did, the people of Judah did, under the reign of Jehoshaphat. They started singing that special song, as recorded in Psalm 136. We'll look at it shortly. But let's look at what David did in response to what his brother said and what even King Saul was saying. Continue reading, please. Verse 34. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamp out of the flock, Continue I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamp from its mouth. And when it arose again, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Thank you. Verse 36. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this thing. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Thank you. Exactly what David did there. David recounted all the great things the Lord had done for him. How in the wilderness, the same sheep that his brother was trying to say, go and do the many job you are doing at home, looking after the animals, how come you come to the battle here? He said, look, even out there in the wilderness, the Lord made me, through the mighty intervention from above, to kill all those animals. When they came in to destroy all the sheep, this is what I did. I told the jaw, I did this one. How come this one uncircumcised one? He did not see Goliath as a giant. He saw Goliath as someone that is far below him. And through that praise of the Heavenly Father, positive testimonies of what the Lord had done in the past, he was able to subdue the great problems, what appear insurmountable to the children of Israel. And that was exactly what was done in the book of Second Chronicle, chapter 20, where Jehoshaphat called them and said, Come together, let us sing, let us praise God. And in that song there, as recorded in Psalm 136, Six, verse 1, they said, Oh, give thanks to God, for He is good, for His mercies endures forever. Depending on the translation you are reading, they will put that reference to Psalm 136. And that's only one verse that is indicated. But that's not what the children of Israel did. They sang the entire song, they chant the entire phrase we have in Psalm 136, listing all the goodness of God, what He had done for them. My dear listener, you know what you need to be doing this year? You need to be listening what the Lord has done for you. When you look at the entire uh, chapter 136, they mention one by one the creation of God.
God, the sun, you are the one that gave us the sun, you are the one that gave us the moon, you are the one that created the stars out there, we give thanks to you for your mercy and joy forever. You are the one that did this for me. They started from the little things. And as they kept on praising God for all those greater things, guess what happened? What looked so insurmountable for them, the Lord brought it down and they turned the adversity to advantages for them. They had victory and they were blessed. My dear listeners, start counting from the little things you have been enjoying from God. Oh, at times at home, I will tell my family, I'll say, God, I'm the one that can even easily eat food like this, swallow the water without anything creating any constriction, without any difficulty. I'm the one that will even cut my nail like this without any problem. Oh, Father, I give you all the glory and adoration. But just for you to know that everything you do on a daily basis, little things you do that you think are insignificant, when you praise God for it, that organ in your system that is not functioning, you will move the hand of God to make the organs to start functioning in Jesus' name. Amen. You are able to even blink your eyes. You are able to have saliva in your mouth. And you say, Father, I thank you. I even have saliva in my mouth. I have tears coming in my eyes. You know what? It's one of the most complex operations to be performed. To restore saliva in people's mouth or to make water to run through the eyes, there are things that remove all the impurities. That is where the digestion, the digestive process starts from, in your mouth. And to us, it's like that's a small thing. The Lord is saying, when you start praising me for all those little things, all those great things that look impossible for you, the Lord will make them possible. Not only will they be possible, it will roll the advantages and more blessings for you in Jesus' name. Amen. So from this moment, please, start listing all those things you enjoy on a daily basis. Our Father, I thank you. At times when I'm lying down at home on the bed, I will just act as if I'm sleeping in that house for the first time. I say, Father, I thank you. I can lie down on bed like this. I have a roof. Even when rain is falling, I will say, Father, I thank you. I'm not outside in the rain. I could even stay here. Either I rented an apartment or my own house. I praise God for every situation. My dear listener, when you do that, you are moving the hand of God into everything you are believing God for. And as you do so, you know what? People will be coming to ask you for the secret of your success, and you'll be bringing them to our Lord Jesus Christ. The secret is worshipping God. Glorify His name and praising Him for who He is. We are going to put this to practice before we conclude the message tonight, and let's see whether you'll be able to flow with us. Are you ready to dance? Let's do this together with this special song from Sister Fumi Afolarin on I we sing unto the Lord. I will glorify His name. I will worship God. Let's rejoice together.
phone from Sister Fumi Afolari. Titled, I will worship the Lord. My dear listener, make this your own special habit. Every time, every moment, worshiping the Lord. Though you can shout with the crowd, you can praise with the crowd, but it takes only one person to worship God intimately. When you learn this habit, you do it with the crowd, we do it with people. Now, a greater one should be when you are alone, making it to be intimate relationship, praising God, worshiping Him, in irrespective of every situation you are. As you do so, you continue to commune with God, and this is the ideal prayer devoid of religiosity. Unfortunately, cultural background, a lot of cultural connotation or whatever people have gone through in the past has come in to affect the understanding of people in this area of places. But when you make this to be your habit, my dear listener, by the time you even need them to pray, you'll be wondering what other prayer request again. Because before you say it, the Lord would have done beyond your expectation. Don't let your praise be limited to the shout among the crowd alone. Make it to be your personal, regular mode of worship, praising God at all times, glorify His name. The psalmist said in Psalm 23, verse 6, and this is what you should make to be your own background, understanding the God I'm serving. is the God that has promised that, look, every time, every moment, I'm ready to favor you. I'm, I've marked you out for my own ending mercy, for my own ending love, for my ending compassion. All you need to do is to operate within that frequency of I know it can. So let's look at this together in the book of Psalm 23, verse 6. Go ahead, please. Surely, your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you. That is a popular place we always read as in the Lord Shepherd. That's Psalm 23. And we read the last part of it that says, Surely, the psalmist was not praying, God, please let your mercy, let your goodness be with me at all times. Please bless my life. No, the psalmist is saying, I know the Lord has served. Surely, His goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My dear listener out there, you need to move from that religious or the traditional mindset that makes you feel disqualified before God. Move with the sense of a child of God whose sins have been forgiven, who has been redeemed by Lord Jesus Christ, who has been restored to that vantage position of enjoying the blessings of God, His goodness and mercies at all times. When you operate at this frequency, every time you come to the presence of worship, pressing Him, you will be doing it with joy, will be doing it with excitement. If God says this is what He wants from us, praising Him, and Christ came to demonstrate it to us after removing every disqualification from our way, then where and why the confusion? Where are all these denominational confusion coming in by the so-called religious leaders or so-called sectional heads? The Lord is saying, my dear listener, Come to me with this mind of praise. This is the reason why you are created to bring forth his glory, to praise his name. My dear listener, are you going to make this your habit this year? Are you going to make it to be what you will be known for? Praise him at all times, and you'll be moving God to take over your situation, and testimonies will continue to be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com, or through our producer, 
Taiwo, Omochile, Eko 89.7 FM, Latif Jakon Dewe, Agidimbi, Ikeja. A sound engineer on this program has been Sonayan Joseph. Remain blessed. Thank you very much. My dear listeners out there, I'm Jumi Adeto Ishon Lagonju. Give testimony upfront with your dance and praise. And people will be coming to ask you the secret of your success and be pointing them to our Lord Jesus Christ. Remain blessed. <laughs> I'm not afraid of